0: Hello, very excited to be back doing the Make Melanade podcast. In this episode, I'm talking to Vijay Patel, a performance artist, and also someone who has made work about their experience of being neurodiverse and having Asperger's syndrome. Their show is called Sometimes I Leave. Check it out. And they also have another great show called Pull the Trigger. So I used to work with VJ and... um We've spoken about being neurodiverse and how we make work as neurodiverse artists, and so I've wanted to do a podcast with them for ages, and I'm very excited about this one. Um, We did record it in a pub, so I am sorry for the background noise, and even though it's quite a short episode because we have to go rehearse for Melanade because Vijay's also done a couple of rehearsals with me for Melanade and has helped with some of the development. And having them in the rehearsal room has been absolutely amazing. But yeah, so it's maybe not as long as it could be, but I feel like we did really dive into everything and got to say what we wanted to say. So I hope you enjoy... I'm looking for people as well to be on future podcasts. If you know of anyone, or if you want to do one with me, please let me know.
1: All right, enjoy.
0: Yeah. So this is VJ. Hello. You are a performance artist, right? I'll mm-hmm. let you introduce yourself.
1: Yeah. So my name's VJ. I'm a performance artist. Uh, VJ Patel. Um, I make uh, solo autobiographical work uh, which is mainly having a political lens so it's how I talk about uh, autobiographical stories uh, and make them kind of political uh, relating to the wider culture um, so that people can uh, empathise, see, uh, hear my stories but also uh, find something in themselves that will uh, empower them and uh, hopefully make them feel represented
0: brilliant thank you great introduction i feel like you've done the elevator pitch <laughs> this, is, uh, this
1: is from loads of radio interviews <laughs> <laughs> I've done.
0: Ah, okay so you're used to this yeah. setup. you've probably got like a proper microphone just got my little phone yeah but that's what it is so i we met um we met i feel like we met at dice festival mm. a long time ago and then we then we started working with each other at camden yeah. people's theater
1: yeah
0: and you are a neurodiverse artist yeah. like myself yeah. and you've just made really interesting show sometimes I leave. Yep. Do you want to, like Tell, tell me
1: like, a bit more about it. Yeah, so Sometimes yes. I Leave uh, It's a show about uh, my particular form with Asperger's um, and it's about how I kind of navigate through the world uh, but also acknowledging that sometimes that is uh, being in a neurotypical world sometimes is too exhausting and sometimes you just needs to leave. Um, and how do you leave that when it's everywhere, you know, when you're completely surrounded sometimes by neurotypical rules and behaviour, uh, and you don't feel your neurodivergence has like, uh, got a place in that space at all, um, you feel that you know. Sometimes I might feel that I need to leave. Also, uh, that anyone can leave at whatever point if it feels uh, the situation or space or where you're really with is exhausting. So it's um, it's fun, it's light for the majority of the time, but it has, um, it takes the f- a neurodivergent form, as I say, so it's, <laughs> uh, some things just happen really quickly out of nowhere, sometimes I just do something which is unexpected, and that is... Set up throughout the show, so people know that there are things that might just happen, mm. and that it's okay. Let me have my moment, and I'll carry on with something else. But uh, there are moments where it's not easy to watch. Okay. But most of the time, it should it follows a good sort of like narrative, so you'd be able to follow it. Yeah.
0: what well, I found interesting with what you just said there as well as like feeling that you didn't have a place like your neurodiversity as you say like wanting to leave because you didn't feel like it was kind of recognised in that mm. space what kind of like spaces I don't know for you
1: mm.
0: well maybe actually like before maybe answering that question like for maybe some people who don't know that much about Asperger's no. mm. if that like, you want to tell them like for you what that is because well, i know like neurodiverse for my, me having dyslexia will mm, be very different to somebody else's yeah. perception of dyslexia so well
1: um asperger's is uh on the autistic spectrum was you know widely defined since like the early late 90s that's on the autistic spectrum um there's many debates at the moment about uh it being erased and it just being replaced with just asd and everyone being called on the autistic spectrum but that's uh problematic in my view and erasing people with a particular experience asperger's for me has a different experience to uh a lot of people who say they've got autism um and it's i don't think there's a right or wrong of how you define i just define in that way yeah um because that's what my diagnosis was so it's not me self-defining that they actually i diagnosed me with Asperger's. Um, and it's, 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 again, it's got social communication impairments, I guess. Uh, I, I say the word impairment, but I'm now looking at it as more how I do things. Yeah. I communicate in a certain way, so if people don't uh, understand me, then I say I'll just communicate how I feel this is not how I communicate, this is not how I feel comfortable communicating, I'll do things this way. Yeah, um, And uh, once I've taken more ownership of that people will a bit more respect- receptive. so it's been a long long journey of understanding yeah, what that is definitely. but um, it's, it's essentially my main things are social communication uh, and I struggle with that a lot in general day to day but also um it comes with it, depression and anxiety, daily anxiety. So there's a lot of kind of yeah. like pitfalls of it, but
0: well, it's, it is about like when I don't know being able to, to say to someone, oh, like when we were just at that bar and I didn't, I paid what mm. two pound fifty instead of three pound. I just like even though it's really simple, my brain just can't yeah, yeah. work that out that quickly. So no, no,
1: no. And but things like that make me
0: like anxious. So yeah. it's, it's finding that ownership also, of going to somebody, yeah. being like, "This is how I work. Mm. This is me." It is, it's coming to that realization, which yeah. does take and, a really long time. And uh,
1: we, uh, I think, it, you know, it's, it's about making that thing less anxious to other people, so that when you're with people who are neurotypical, no one's going to make you feel ashamed or something. No, you they can't won't. No. Add up. Do you mean No um, no one makes you feel ashamed. But there's always a fear that someone might.
0: Yeah, there's the fear. No one ever does, but yeah, yeah, there is that fear. There is always that
1: fear because you always get that one person, and we've all experienced that one person who doesn't get it and they'll make you feel shit about not getting it. Yeah,
0: literally, yeah, definitely.
1: And I think uh, once once we realise as neurodivergent people that we are, we have a lot of control over how that is managed yeah, and that we don't we don't necessarily need to take how people don't understand us or anything we just say you know what it does not matter yeah, at all definitely. Uh, it does not matter and uh, we, sh- we can do things however we want and if they don't understand us then
0: uh, sod, them. Yeah. sod them cancelled 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 from Christmas list. <laughs> yeah. it's not about uh,
1: how we fit into a neuro- neurotypical world it's how we uh, create our own community of neurodivergence yeah
0: definitely 100%. and all support
1: each other and I think there's like a lot of uh, communities who have been marginalised or who have felt marginalised we create a solidarity between us all to support each other and move forward yeah because the conversation can't we can't move forward without um working with each other mm-hmm. it's not an individual thing that we can all allow everyone to understand dyslexia dyspraxia uh all forms of neurodivergence uh so whatever your neurodivergence i feel like we can all create a link yeah. and that dyslexia dyspraxia and autism aren't
0: no, exclusive they are yeah. very
1: much they have their own differences mm-hmm. but they are all,
0: it's all we about all understand history. what
1: it feels like, like to be Uh, called different for thinking a slightly different way
0: yeah working things out differently or coming to a yeah doing it in a yeah different way basically yeah and if
1: if the convers and it can't be driven by neurotypical people because then we're just called special needs or we're just called every kind of generic thing yeah. yeah generic thing and that's that's not where we should be moving towards, we're not special I, needs, we yeah. are
0: I came, individual human beings yeah. just
1: with a slightly different wiring And system. I
0: think it's right, it's about coming to whatever you want yeah. to also label your yeah. neurodiversity. Yeah, and,
1: like- and, and people who have told me that, oh, have you ever considered just being called autism, I was like, no, not really, mm-hmm. because I've had this diagnosis since what, 1998 or something like that, mm-hmm. so for me to change it now would be ridiculous because it's like over 20 years of yeah. that. That's how,
0: it's yeah, it's, it it's an sense. identity thing as well.
1: Yeah, it's, it's an identity thing. thing and it's something that I feel, I, I know I can instantly say to someone, I have Asperger's and people will know what that is or probably won't and then I'll explain it to you. Yeah. Um, but Definitely. obviously art is another way in which I can talk about that which isn't is, necessarily yeah. having just that one conversation. I can do it between having 100 people at a time or however many people in the room or yeah. 20 or 30 but this is it what allows i was gonna to have the conversation through the thing that is comfortable for me to talk about mm,
0: definitely this is what i was gonna ask with one of my main questions obviously you um, know what melanade's about is about how art helped me a lot did you find obviously you're an artist how did you get into making your art is being neurodiverse do you think that that when you were in school you were you drawn to those subjects or
1: I think I always was but I think growing up I've always wanted to think how can I talk about uh, my art mm. uh, well how can I talk about the things I want to talk about and that's just it it's a simple question of how can I talk about what I want to talk about but uh, I didn't know art was the medium obviously when I was a child mm. didn't know that was the thing because uh, you always taught to act as a character yeah and I was waiting for that thing to say, oh, no, you can just be yourself. And then performance art, live art, gives you that... It's like that catalyst to, to talk about those things. Definitely. Which is not necessarily you playing a character. And I said, well, there's my medium. Uh, now I've just got to get the stories together. Mm. So all of these these works that I'm making now have been in the thinking, really, since I was a child. just didn't know how to express it. Um, but, um, you know, I don't think I'll run out of ideas anytime soon Yeah, no, I think hope quite not few, I think there's quite a few shows <laughs> good.
0: that I've yeah. got
1: in the next few years where I can think okay there's loads more I want to make what can, what's the next thing Definitely. Um, but not rushing it I think I want to space them out you know seem, seems to be making a show every kind of like two three years yeah so I think that's
0: a good way you've got to like really yeah two three years I think nothing's ever can really fully complete you've got to no. keep going at it and new ideas come and
1: yeah but I think um, this particular show I'm going to stick with for a long time, and hopefully it's it seems to be doing the right thing. Um, it seems to be connecting with the right people, so uh, I, I'm just going to keep going with it because it's it's doing the thing. Yeah, and it's raising awareness. That's and a good, and like you said, like yeah. we're
0: making that community. There's so many great people making work about their neurodiversity now. Yeah,
1: we've now. got people like Daniel yeah. Oliver who I respect and admire um, who works and sometimes I leave as well.
0: He's great. He he spoke to me and did one yeah. of these podcasts last time.
1: He's, he's brilliant and uh, I think uh, I've even said it to you as well just the amount of neurodivergent artists who are making more work uh, and having the confidence to share their stories is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Just having the confidence it to is. get up there and do it is... Yeah. is um, shows me that we're moving forward in a good direction definitely,
0: I just want to try and make it more aware to the people that don't always come to the theatre do you know what I mean, or come to see like performances, like how can we tell, yeah, that's, hard. that's my big, that's my thing that's my next question, yeah. how can I get this out
1: yeah that's hard and that's the question of how you get people into that specific venue in that area yeah Which is is a whole area is completely different. Definitely. But, I mean, London, you've got a good chance of getting a range of people in. But, again, it's not as easy as that. Um, And it requires a lot of graft on our end.
0: Because, for me, I was always worried, like, in education, I didn't like saying I was dyslexic, didn't think it was good enough. Like, did you... I don't know... didn't have an awful experience at school but it wasn't a positive one until like, I came to university and like you found, oh I can like, mm. make a performance and do performance yeah. art and not have to act as well but yeah, I didn't know yeah. like you found ex- Did you exams and like the education system
1: and, and yeah um, you know. yeah I th- found exams stressful and I found the education system stressful but that's because it's all embedded in neurotypical behaviour yeah and it was then i don't know uh, so much now i mean there's there is a lot there has been changes in like the last 20 years i guess in education. But um, i still find it i still remember how i found it and how stressful it was and it was more stressful than it needs to be yeah um if people just sort of listened to me and not told me what to do and i think that's a lot for a lot of uh, neurodivergent people is that we, um we're always told, you know, and if, if we found something difficult it's like, oh, you know, you'll get there, you just yeah. need to work harder, you know, and we have to be pushed to work harder and harder, whereas it's not catering for our needs. Mm-hmm. But um that's why I didn't find it helpful, because they you if you, you couldn't put that connection together... Yeah, and it wasn't no interesting,
0: people wouldn't listen to you. Yeah,
1: only some no. teachers would, but you know, this, yeah, only, the yeah, vast not the majority. majority of, like, 80% of teachers is, like, dreading going to lessons because of this, dreading to go to that. And place. now with your show, people listen to And you now and people actually it. listen because I've got the, uh, I guess, the... Uh, position now to be able to tell those stories. People know who I am, they know that I'm, I'm, I'm an artist, and that people are finally listening to the stories. Yeah. But it's taken, you know, that's taken years since I graduated to get to that point now where people actually respect me as an artist and understand that I'm doing this autobiographical work, well, work and the trauma I'm pouring out for a reason. Uh, I don't just pour it out for no reason, uh, and it is really draining. You know, uh, sometimes I wonder. I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do all this work because it's too exhausting mm, mentally. Yeah, but the thing that drives me forward is to say, this is going to help someone. Someone in that audience might have their life changed, or might have a, you know, an epiphany. If I can do it for one person in the audience, in a whole tour that's it yeah. it does not matter to me everything else it's just that one change that we that can just to say to yeah it could definitely. be a 17 year old teenager who's never experienced anything like that before going wow I feel heard and represented and it yeah, just takes definitely. that one person to feel that then I can go right
0: yeah yeah Okay, yeah, I'd like to chat for longer, but now we have to go <laughs> go rehearse Melonade. We can melanode. always continue later, part two. Part two, part two. But yeah, Vijay's going to come work with me now. Melonade, I'm very excited about. Um, I'm very
1: excited, we need to yeah, go and get some melons. We
0: should go get some melons. There's Tesco's next door. We'll
1: have, a look and we'll, see have have we'll have
0: a little cheeky look. We're
1: going to go melon shopping, thank <laughs> you very much.
0: All right, bye-bye.